A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Hi, everyone. This is Ashley. And this is Shelby. And welcome back to another episode of Swiftish Podcast. I, I'm I'm finally putting in some some work on this podcast, <laughs> and I am doing the video editing for it. And yes, it looks great. The the teasers I've seen. Okay, I the teasers you've seen. Full like, one. So what we've decided yeah. to do is to create a Patreon page. Yay, you guys! This so is like, fun. You know who's going to want to pay to listen to us? <laughs> no, to look at us ramble. So this is what we're doing. We're doing right now. We might go like a third tier, but we're doing two tiers. We're doing tier one. Level one is uh, Club Olivia. Mm-hmm. If you guys know what yeah, Club Olivia you means, know, you know. you're Swifties. <laughs> and this is just basically like $3 a month to join our Discord page. Yes. And in our Discord page, it's a private chat. You can talk to us, to us. Like it's going to be like a group chat with everyone who listens Yes. to Swiftish and we're all going to get kind of talk about you know like what's going on like direct like feedback and live like reactions from all of our listeners and also you guys will be able to have a little input on maybe what we're going to do in our next episode bonus clips that'll just be on um, for Patreon users who on on the tier two which is Club Meredith because I feel like Meredith <laughs> is a little more um, secluded. Yeah. We don't see a lot of her, yeah, you know, in yeah. person, live. Yeah, and she doesn't get enough love, you know. Yeah. So and, and that's how I feel we are. You, you don't really see us live. We're not really like recording ourselves talking to you. Yeah. So Club Meredith is gonna be five dollars a month, and you'll see this if if you're paying. Yeah. <laughs> you'll see us live. Well, not live, recorded. Yeah. And yes, I'm gonna do something. Maybe if it's not too distracting, I'm gonna put just the raw footage. Because you kind yes. of see on on the podcast, you know, clip and edit it where I mess up, where I'm like, whoa, what's going on? Because I mess <laughs> yeah, up a where lot. the dogs bark. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just – and it's going to be easier for me just to upload and not to edit it. But yeah, if there's anything, yeah. like, I have to run out of the room because my dogs are attacking each other, I'll edit that I'll out. Inter- I'll entertain them, obviously. Yes, exactly. It's <laughs> one-woman show. <laughs> you will. You will. It'll be just a Shelby show. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think what we'll do too for those Meredith levels is we do all these Instagram giveaways on Instagram, but people like follow us and unfollow us and it's just like a numbers game. So I'll probably just move my giveaways over to Club Meredith. You know, it's not yeah. going to be like every day, but it'll be then. And you'll <laughs> Well, get- that's what's fun about Patreon is yeah. it's not so much like, oh, give us money. We want money. It's like... It, we, it allows us to connect with our, our listeners more mm-hmm. easily, more meaningfully. We can have these sort of dialogues. We can share more about our process and our, our thoughts. Like, right? That's what people want, yeah, right? <laughs> and also, we like, we're socially challenged after COVID. So I we am. just need any any um, interaction we can. Oh. So we figured, let's do Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> let's do Patreon. And one thing that's really good with Patreon, you know, we've been doing this for four years, but... Um, We'll yeah. be able to upload it faster. So maybe, depending on technical difficulties, uh, you'll get the episode maybe a week earlier, Early. maybe yeah. a few days earlier. Um, yeah. And so the reason why we're releasing this earlier on our Patreon page is because Taylor rocked our world yesterday. Shelby, yes. what did she do? Oh my gosh. So we woke up. It was just a, you know, your typical Wednesday morning and she just released another vault song from 
Dear list. So she gave us Mr. Perfectly Fine, which is exciting. I was like very taken aback and immediately obviously listened to it and then tried to figure out was this one like You All Over Me, which had been heard before, which did have a demo track out there you could listen to. And I don't think so. Like I haven't been able to find anything that like people knew the title somehow. I I don't know how. But even on this like uh let's just say I have access to a file of like, you know, unreleased songs, maybe. I don't nothing's confirmed. But even in that, it wasn't like listed in anything. <laughs> so this was like a new experience for all of Swifties, which I think was exciting and um kind of gave another taste of what we can expect from from Fearless, Taylor's version. So where were where were you when this happened? Um I was in bed. Um, I tried to get up early, but I had a really late night the night before and I was sleeping and then (laughs) I woke up and I was peeing on the toilet and I was, you know, doing what we all do in the early morning, peeing and looking at my social media page. Checking in. Yeah. And I was like, what? Mr. Perfectly Fine. Like we're like, we knew we were getting Mr. Perfectly Fine. We didn't, we knew that was going to be released. We didn't know it was going to be released on a Wednesday morning. No, yeah, it was totally random and um and got Twitter twittering and uh Instagram. I think it rose in the iTunes charts fairly quickly. It was trending, mm-hmm. like it was a big moment and I think speaks again to the genius of Taylor's marketing. So um that she even bothered with this is interesting cuz it is like the album comes out tonight, like Thursday midnight. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of like, wow, why give us more? But also, of course she did, because now people are more interested. And it was a new song in a way that You All Over Me wasn't. So I think mm-hmm. it enticed even more people to be like, wow, this is going to be interesting to see how she revisits revisits her past self, but also re-energizes this whole album. So, I mean, that's how I felt. I was very excited. <laughs> well, I loved the post that she, she put, because it was very yeah. like, very snarky and funny and Taylor Swift. She said, yeah. me in 2020, life is chill, writing songs based on <laughs> fiction to avoid drama, feeling pretty grown up. My 2008 <laughs> music from the vault in the goblin voice. And I kind of got this from like, um, in my mind, it was more from like Lord of the Rings. Please, <laughs> Mr. Perfectly Fine. Or please, release <laughs> Mr. Perfectly Fine. <laughs> Yeah, you guys. Exactly. Yeah, though that's Please. a perfect impression of 2008 what, Taylor. Goblin's what is it? Voice. Like the My Precious from Lord of the Rings. I think you're nailing it, honestly. <laughs> I I'm not even going to attempt cuz like why? <laughs> why I can't fight read. with perfection. <laughs> I said please, Mr. Perfectly yeah. Fine. <laughs> same same. same but same. no, I mean it was exciting and then um I mean, what was your reaction to the song? How did you feel about it? Oh my gosh, I loved it because it was so snarky and passive aggressive, <laughs> like the Taylor Swift um, people wrote about back then. Yes. Like, oh, she's only like writing about her exes and she's only like dissing her exes. And it was yeah. such a great song. I mm. I loved it. Like Mr. Perfectly Fine, you get that synth from the, the first start. Like, oh, this guy's just okay. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's just okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> like our generation's... Um, Oh no, what's the one? The song that they sing in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which is not how I should know it, but the 
you think this song is about you. Oh, you're so vain. You're, yeah, you're so, so vain. That you. you think this I song if I started, is about you. Yeah. yeah. See, you're braver than me because I knew if I started singing it, I'd get it instantly. But I was like, I'm not. I'm not singing this live. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening. Well, I always but, attempt to sing on here. Yeah. And no, then it's great. It's one reason I don't like listening to the podcast because I hear my voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean this is one that was Jack Antonoff produced it some of his band bandmates from bleachers performed on it it's a solo written taylor track Mm -hmm. and so that's different from you all over me as well this this kind of feels like it was written later than you all over me um which had sort of that early taylor vibe whereas this feels more in line with what we were to expect on speak now Mm -hmm. and um so it makes sense then that everyone kind of surmised that this is about joe jonas Mm -hmm. who she dated in late in the summer of 2008, right before Fearless came out. Yep. And I think she, I think she played into that as well with her announcement where she's like me in 2020, I write about fiction to avoid drama versus me in 2008. Here's the song that I know will get headlines that I know people will figure out is about my ex. Like, I know this is a high profile relationship that you're going to revisit. And on top of that, it seems like she probably gave Joe Jonas a heads up because Sophie Turner, his wife, got on Instagram and shared it and was like, well, it's not not a bop, which I think is the perfect response and kind of shows the fun of this song being released now is that everyone's in a happy, healthy place. It's all just like totally fine. But she's like, I'm going to throw this grenade in, but it'll be fun to like revisit our teenage angst, Mm -hmm. right? Like we're all chill with this, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then I loved how Taylor Swift like reposted it and she was like, hey, yeah. queen of the north. It's like <laughs> yeah. they, they were planning this. And I, I bet yeah. when she sent them the baby blanket, she had a little note being like, oh, by the way, oh, yeah. I'm releasing a song on <laughs> this like, day. Um, yeah. Sorry. Not yeah. sorry. Like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love you forever. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think it's fun. And I think that's sort of what is um, what's exciting about these old songs is that we're able to have that experience of like, OMG, who's this about? Oh my gosh, look at these parallels. Look at this. Look at that. Mm-hmm. But it's also like low stakes. Like it doesn't matter. No one's happiness is at stake. It's all just, it's like revisiting your old diaries and laughing oh about how, how like embarrassing it is to see how much you cared about X, Y, or Z. Yeah. <laughs> I like never want anyone ever to read my old diaries. I still have them, but please yeah. do not No, that's read coming them. to Patreon level 15. Oh, oh I, you want to know what? That's actually, if people want to listen to, <laughs> I will read my old journal diaries to that's you guys. Special, oh. special bonus episode coming. Yeah. Um. No, that's funny. I, I don't think you have to feel obligated to share your diary entries. They're really funny. They're not as um, cool as Taylor's, but they're funny. Yeah, no, she had a moment. But before <sighs> we get into the song, um, Fearless is coming out. I guess by the time this airs it will have already been out but some of the fun that's been building up is um i mean she was on gma and she did a little pre-recording and shared a clip of fearless the track Mm -hmm. so fun but she also seemed to have given permission to olivia rodrigo and conan gray to tease a couple of the songs because on tiktok they made some videos using the new you belong with me um track and white horse so Interest is interest is growing. People are excited. I I think it'll be really fun, like 
to be online tomorrow and to just see how people you, react to everything. What do you think is going on? Like, do you think Taylor and Olivia are going to collab on a song? Because she's really using them to really mm-hmm. do a lot of promotion for their music. Do you think that um, she just thinks that's the best way to get to the younger audience because <laughs> yeah. Olivia is so like in touch with them? Right. Or do you think that like this is like just like a, a great relationship and they're just excited. I mean, I think that there has to be some ulterior motive to mm. her doing that. Interesting. I, don't know. I feel like I could see them collabing, but I don't know if it's been in the works yet. Mm-hmm. I feel like what happened is seems like Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift probably had no idea who she was until driver's license came out and she talked about how big of a fan she was. And mm-hmm. I think that, you know, obviously it's inspiring to feel like you inspired someone. So I'm sure she was touched by that and thus reached out about Red and all the re-recordings and has probably now been more in touch. So I do feel like it's more like a mentorship that's happening than some sort of well, like, like, oh, I'll, you know, like a, I'll help a quid pro quo quo quite well. Not a business deal, like a friendship. (laughs) Yeah. A a blossoming mentorship. Yeah. And I think it's like, because these are both like Conan Gray has also spoken about what an inspiration Taylor is. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's like in an ego maniacal way where she's like, I shall only interact with people who <laughs> kiss my ring. And I wasn't, or, or yeah, kiss the little, <laughs> little ring she sends you. And I wasn't thinking yeah. of that. I was just wondering like a business oh, yeah, move no. behind it. Like, right. She's smart. Yeah. Well, cause I think, you know, we've seen her try to use the TikTok crowd with um the man star i'm not in tiktok so i don't remember who it is but she was like the biggest tiktok star there are a few of tiktok stars <laughs> addison i don't remember but i feel like she tried that and it wasn't as authentic feeling whereas here she's like oh you guys are fans like that's that feels at home to me i know how to interact with fans i know what to expect from fans and so we like you can have fun with this material i'm giving you mm-hmm. and i'm excited to see how that helps you how it helps me but i think it i think it definitely helps that they're both actual like outspoken fans do you think that she will she'll ever get a twitter because we have like lizzo who tweet not twitter a tiktok we have lizzo who has a tiktok we have all these different like stars who have tiktoks Mm -hmm. will taylor ever get a tiktok and if she does will it just like implode that app it'll (laughs) just crash i cannot picture her on tiktok i think her strength is in the written word and she knows that and I feel like she likes the, not that you you obviously can edit TikToks mm-hmm. and like take your time with them, but I feel like it's more about being funny in the moment and clever and like creative in that way. There are so and many. And I feel like she's more on Tumblr and t- Twitter type. So like on, on like, you know, we see these candid videos of her for Easter and mm-hmm. like just interacting with her family yeah. and just doing all these weird things. I would love to see that Taylor, not the yeah. Taylor who's like, hey, let's let's do a dance. Let me edit. I just I would just want her to like <laughs> that see. That would be amazing. <laughs> do the love story um, challenge. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I, I don't know, just like the quirky, weird things. Like I would totally yeah. watch that. But she probably 100%. just doesn't care. I mean, I get it. I get it. It's Taylor. But. I'm fine. Know, I'm perfectly I, fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I think she could be good at it because she's good at everything, yeah. but I don't feel like she's drawn to it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't imagine Taylor's on TikTok hanging out. Like, I think that's why she was never on Snapchat either because she's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think she vibes on that, like, visual yeah. medium as much. Taylor Nation is trying to get it on her. 
definitely oh, are they? They, have, they have a they have a tiktok account where like Cute. oh go on tiktok and and do this challenge and i think they'll like repost it to twitter i don't really interact with them i did one reel on instagram and i put it on my tiktok too yeah it's um, iconic but <laughs> i don't know i don't know anything about tiktok i'm not cool you're enough. killing it you're doing so good uh, you're the young one here you're oh, you're I'm keeping the, us youthful i mean i thank you yeah thank you you're like basically gen z actually okay (laughs) maybe like 15 years in the past if i was 15 years younger i'd be gen z i'm like on the yes that's how it works yeah okay what what's your birth date not birthday but Uh, 1991 okay i saw this tiktok that said that kids these days are referring to the 1990s as the late 19th century okay yeah, i saw that too i'm Sickening. an 86 baby <laughs> i'm like oh my gosh the late 1900s no yeah yeah that's <laughs> us we're, yeah we're ancient but it's okay it's senior swifties unite that's that's our core <laughs> i don't know core group i guess but um i'm excited to break this down i feel like it'll be fun it's kind of a fun song because she really just just rips him apart (laughs) my dog it's iconic (laughs) okay well if you want to take a take a shot at reading mr perfectly fine i think it's your turn my turn to read Let's get into it. This is Taylor's second song released from the vault. Let's go. First one. Mr. Perfect Faced, Mr. Here to Stay, Mr. Looked Me in the Eye and Told Me He Would Never You Would Never Go Away. Everything was right. Mr. I've been waiting for you all my life. Mr. Every single day until the end, I'll be by your side. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is a fun song because it's kind of like that classic mix of country and pop. Mm-hmm. And it also has kind of that rock edge you get in Story of Us. And um, I guess that's the only one I, I can think of. But you definitely have that kind of energy to it. But it's also so fun to hear Taylor Swift now revisiting a song like this because it's kind of like... It, it feels so much more grown up and polished than I think it would have at the time mm-hmm. in like 2008. Like this feels like a song that you could have conceivably seen on something like, I mean, not 1989 as in, you know, it's a little more synth on that album, but I feel like it does have this sort of musical edge to it that probably would have been buried with a lot of over countrifying on an album like fearless Mm -hmm. so it's just like fun to hear her voice come through so clear and so like confident as she sings these these reprises of how he's just kind of been a dick who's lied to her from every step of the way (laughs) let her on yeah yeah one thing that i liked about what this song is that you know it hits differently Because Mm -hmm. instead of fans coming out of like, say, she did release this in 2008 or say like something happened with her current relationship right now and she released this like currently, you know, fans aren't going to go and like, you know, hate on Sophia go or Sophie and go hate on Joe Jonas. Like they're not going to like be out and try to like, you know, kill them. (laughs) Destroy. It's, It's kind of just funny to hear her who she's in such like a healthy relationship, a mature relationship 
sing about like this song that she wrote back then, like Mr. Perfect Face, Mr. Here to Stay. Like it just, it's, yeah. it's, it's so ironic and just, I, I really like it because it doesn't really hit as raw as it would if she would have mm-hmm. released it. Yeah. Well, and she already has like, it's interesting to kind of figure out why this was left on the in the vault, like why she chose not to include it. And you see similarities between the lyrics here and what you get on the story of us. Like even with looked me in the eye and told me you'd never go away mm-hmm. is almost a direct line in story of us where she sings, you looked me in the eye and told me you loved me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you and know, forever and always too. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Is that, I get this confused. I'm such a bad Swifty. <laughs> no, it's fine. There's That's so the songs. one I'm talking about. Yeah. It's forever and always. And it's on the same album too. Yes. Like yeah. that. And a lot of people are saying exactly. like, and like, and we, we know this is about forever and always is about yeah. Joe Jonas. Like that's what everyone has hypothesized. And a yeah. lot of people are like, oh, this song can't be about Joe Jonas because like she, she, he dumped her right before her other this album came right. out so there's no way and I was like I get what you're saying but yeah. first of all forever and always is on here yes and second of all Taylor has been known to write a song in like a day yeah like because she's br- taken us through all of her song processes like I'm like no Mm-mm. yeah so which one which one would you rather have forever and always oh, or 100%. Mr. Perfectly Fine because I f- feel like Mr. Perfectly Fine it's kind of like the sassy um sarcastic yeah. passive aggressive passive aggressive version of forever and always yeah no forever and always is a hundred thousand million percent the stronger song and I actually I really do like this song oh me too but in revisiting like would I cut anything off of fearless for this I don't think off the standard album I would I think she has a really compact album there that works thematically and Mm -hmm. I think this song would have fit would have felt too much like tell me why at the time because I think if she sang this when she was in 2008 it would have had a lot more of that like I don't want to say whiny but you know like sort of that like oh type of how dare you um (laughs) childishness whereas here it feels a lot more like like side eye but like I'm over it. So like Mm -hmm. you have to sit here and feel it type thing. But in the moment it would have had that, tell me why you did this to me. Like, how dare you You hurt me? Like, Mm -hmm. and I don't think it would have felt as like strong or likable. Whereas now there's a lot more strength to her voice and Mm -hmm. there's a lot more distance to the story that allows it to feel a lot more uh, mature and kind of and kind of um, palatable whereas mm-hmm. I think forever and always does a great job of of bordering that snarky side but also having that strength and that and that power and that oomph to it too okay if you had a gun to your head though <laughs> and okay. not not looking at like thematically and how like the album grows and tells a mm-hmm, story like mm-hmm. it usually does mm-hmm. what's one song that you, oh, if you I had cut change so hard change that song is like cutting room floor <laughs> stuff for me. These things will change. Isn't yeah. that like her song to her fans? Yes, I get it. But I just think it's really cheesy and corny. Mm-hmm. And it's it was used as an Olympic like album march. You know, it's like, oh, oh go team type thing. And it just feels <laughs> like it feels a little bit like, OK, like, let's calm down. You know, <laughs> you need to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Um, it would have to be between Steven and Change. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. I like Steven, but I was like, if I have to, because uh, uh. <laughs> I like yeah. it. I like the album as it yeah. is. Like I, like you said, like nothing needs to get taken yeah. off. I can't imagine switching in and out, in and out. Right. But if I had to, it would be yeah. between these two. Because it's interesting, like looking at Fearless, and I guess we'll get into this on the Fearless episode, but like there's like three songs that are the same, which is like, tell me why the way I loved you forever and always, like they all have sort of the same narrative. But I'd rather keep all those three repetitive sort of styles than than mix in this and have it feel too much like um, forever and always. And and it'll be interesting when yeah. we do hear all the songs that are going to be released. Other <laughs> like I think three or four songs that we haven't listened to. Oh yeah, the deluxe. Yeah, we'd have to. We'll have to revisit. Like, do we want? The, <laughs> would we rather this in for that? We'll, we'll, yeah, have, we'll have to talk to about that with a swap, with, a swap mart. Yeah, with the Swift, with other <laughs> Swift podcast, Holy Swift. Okay, let's. I, I'm just rambling. Let's yeah, go we're on. Good. Let's <laughs> um, pre-chorus and then into the chorus. But that was when I got to know Mister Change of Heart. Mister leaves me alone. I fall apart. It takes everything in me just to get up each day. But it's wonderful to see you that way. <laughs> Hello, Mister. Perfectly yeah. fine. How's your heart after breaking mine? I can't read. Mr. Always at the <laughs> right place at the right time. Baby. Hello, Mr. Casually Cruel. Mr. Everything revolves around you. I've been Miss Missouri since your goodbye. And you're Mr. Perfectly Fine. Yes. Mm-mm-mm. It's it's really clever how she how she wrote this. Like, I mean, she just tells a whole story while each line is just a snarky attack on his character. Mm-hmm. It's like she could have sat there and written a verse that was like, oh, this is how it played out. This is what happened. And then used the Mr. Perfectly Fine in the chorus or something. But it's like every line, it's just, this is you and you suck and I hate you and this is why. <laughs> and it's just like very old school Taylor in a very fun way. And you're fine and I'm breaking yeah. my heart. You could even, ca- you could care less that I'm crying yes. right now. Like, yeah, like you're cruel. You're cruel. Yeah. So. Hello, Mr. Casually Coral. Yes. That line. Iconic. Yes. So Taylor has said in the past that she's written, she's had lines written down and mm-hmm. she's she's used them in like mm-hmm. in other songs or she has like something written down like I'm going to use this in a future song. And yeah. here we have an example of how she does this. And mm-hmm. this is another reason why, you know, at first like we had, when I asked people who, did, who they thought the song was about, we had two responses. Jake Gyllenhaal was the first response because people, as soon as they heard Mr. Casually Cruel, they just mm-hmm. went straight for Jake. And they went straight for Jake mm-hmm. because of All Too Well, Casually Cruel, and the name of being honest. Mm-hmm. But if this is true to timeline, people, like, they they overstep the fact that this was. Oh, yeah, that's years, like, years it, to yeah. come. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's, like, four years in the future. That's when Taylor is going to be yeah. writing All Too Well. That's <laughs> yeah. so I totally get that. But there are still people out there who are like, mm, Jake Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. But this this line yeah i think it's like it's very clever i think she knows how clever she is right and so she writes this idea this this pairing which is a fun term casually cruel it it captures an essence of like the f boys it's like f boy Mm -hmm. before we knew f boy was a term and i feel like (laughs) she sat on that and was able to revisit how that felt but then make it 10 times more heartbreaking and all too well because here she's just like kind of flippant she's like mr casually cruel and it's like whatever loser loser double loser <laughs> whereas you go to all too well and it's like oh wow that's like that breaks your soul to hear her sing casually cruel in the name of being honest because that just captures like 
a guy every woman probably knows, which is just, mm-hmm. oh, it's just such a smart lyric. So I'm glad she revisited it and I'm glad she saved it for when she used it because yeah. I think it ultimately fit in a stronger way when she when she found it again for all too well. I like I love that she's just like backing up these these like this idea that she has these ideas and she uses mm-hmm. them and she plays around with them but if yeah. they don't fit then they don't hit the mark. But this yeah. like thank you said casually cruel hits a little bit differently with all too well. Yeah. And if she would have released a song and then released all too well been like, "Oh yeah, like it still would have like been heartbreaking, yeah. but like it wouldn't be the first time we're hearing right. this song from her. It would have been borrowed and I think yeah. I think it's, I think I can picture her, you know, she had to leave this on the cutting room floor and she like looks through it and she's like, oh, but this is a good line. And mm-hmm. she like bookmarks it for later. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Confidence. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into the verse two. Mr. Never told me why. Mr. Never had to see me cry. Mr. Insincere apology. So he doesn't look like the bad guy. He goes about his day, forgets he ever even heard my name. Well, I thought you might be different than the rest. I guessed you're all the same. <laughs> yes, <Ooh>. queen. <laughs> I love it. I. It's just like, it's boom, so, boom, boom, boom. yeah, it's just like the moment Taylor's realized like, wait, men are all trash. And she like put it in the song and I, I just, it's iconic. I love it. I know. And I feel like, again, she just eviscerates him like, oh, you didn't explain yourself. You apologize so that I had to be like gaslit about like, well, wait, should I like accept this? Like what happened? Like he's fine, but I'm not. How is that possible? I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah. And so I just, I love watching her process a relationship in real time. And that's how this song feels. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love that because she's like you said, she's just like telling him like this is what you did, this is what you did, this is what you do, and then she, the way she's doing it, Mister, 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 it's just <laughs> yeah. it's it's amazing. And then we go back. into the pre-chorus because I hear he's got his arm around a brand new girl. I've been picking up my heart. He's been picking up her. And I never got past what you put me through. But it's wonderful to see that it's never phased you. <laughs> and to the chorus, hello, Mister, perfectly fine. How's your heart breaking? how's your heart after breaking mine mr always at the right place at the right time baby hello mr casually cruel mr everything revolves around you i've been missed misery since your goodbye and you're perfectly fine yes it's it's a good it's good it's it's fun to see like old taylor come back like i think her songwriting has only gotten stronger Mm -hmm. and you see that in evermore folklore like there's there's like a power there that has just been heightened and kind of um, exaggerated and and strengthened. Mm -hmm. But looking at this early stuff, you still see how, how great she was at building a song and you have all the details you need to have this very clear picture of a relationship to the point that it's so easy to picture Joe Jonas in this role, even though we've never met Joe, we don't know him, but like teenage Joe Jonas was like the (laughs) heartthrob. I don't know. I've never gotten it, but <laughs> he's he's so good looking. I think out of he's cute now. All of his like brothers, yeah. I mean, back then he had that emo like, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was never like but... a Joe Bro or whatever it's called. I don't know what they call them. Yeah. They're fans. I was never like super yeah. obsessed with them at all. But I yeah. thought he was the cutest out of all. I think all we them. were. I think we were a little too old for them. Like yeah. we, they they were coming into Disney Channel right as I was leaving it. Basically, yep, yep, yep. But. But no, it's like it's fun to see her kind of have these these instances of cleverness where she's like, 
Oh, um, I've been picking up my heart. He's been picking up her. Um, and it, and it's that mirroring and, and you see these, these techniques she continues to use through her career and continues to strengthen. And you just see the early phase here and it's, it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun to break down. Yeah. And what, you know, when she sings about, he got, he has his arm around a brand new girl. Like we know, we, yeah. we know that we know who it is. We know, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. you know, we can get that into the next album, but it's just kind of like, Oh, Oh, I remember that song, Taylor. We yeah. all, we all oh. know who she is. <laughs> We know a little too much about how you thought about her. A little cringy, a little cringy. (laughs) We'll get into the third verse. So dignified in your well-pressed suit, so strategized, all eyes on you, sashay away to your seat. (laughs) It's the best seat in the best room. Oh, he's so smug, Mr. Always Wins. So far above me in every sense, so far above feeling anything. You have to sing that. You have to sing the key change. The oh, line. yeah. You do not want to hear me sing <laughs> at all. You just, I yeah. got a snippet of my voice. You don't want to. <laughs> well, this is actually the bridge, right? Like, this is the, this it is goes the into structural. The bridge. Yeah. It goes into the bridge, which is, and it's really such a shame. It's such a shame because I was missed here to stay. Now I'm going to, now I'm miss going to be all right someday. And someday, maybe you'll miss me. But by then, you'll be Mr. Too Late. I mean, this <laughs> yeah. song was released a little bit too late. It's yeah. <laughs> Thinking back on like, yeah, like maybe there was a point where he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, oh, I want to go back with Taylor. But then, of course, you yeah, look at no. it now. She's in this healthy relationship. He's married with a baby. It just really, it just. No, I funny. think this is very much a tell, a tell on how Taylor like thought about heartbreak, thought oh, about relationships. Yeah. And I don't think she's. A mind reader. I don't think every time she sings, "Oh, you'll want me again." That's true. Like I think a lot of times the guys were happy to break up with her. You know, it's happened. <laughs> it happens. But I think this is how Taylor processes her pain, and we oh, see yeah. this in "You All Over Me." We see this in almost every track on "Fearless." But she has to have that moment where she turns it around, and she's like, "You might have broken my heart, but but you'll be brokenhearted in the end." You know what I mean? She has to. She has to. You know. It, your words bounce on me but it sticks to you type thing and I think that's her strategy every time is that she has to have that uplift at the end where she's like I'm gonna be fine but you'll regret this until the day you die but don't we like I don't know if you ever did it even like when you were younger had crushes but don't we all do that it's like oh "Oh, they're gonna miss me they're gonna miss me when I'm gone like no like Bye. Yeah, and it just, it's, just, it's really relatable. I don't know how many times this, <laughs> I I don't think I can get through an, one episode without saying Taylor Swift's not relatable. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I think this is an interesting like build up and bridge. Um, in that you have this picture of him, which is kind of funny to imagine Joe Jonas as a guy in a well pressed suit and no, no, all eyes on you and. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a now, you know two thousand eight. Yeah, 2008 style wasn't exactly a, a strong point for for youths of of uh, Disney. But um, I also like this line, sashay away to your seat. I feel like this is proof that she's she's mixed it up on some lyrics. Like, I think she's gone back and kind of reworded some things. Because this is very much a RuPaul's Drag Race catchphrase that was mm-hmm. not in the general like I never used the word sachet in 2008 you know what I mean, I mean sachet and dancing I mean I, I I'm not I'm not a great dancer but I use the word sachet like growing up just because yeah. of dancing so it depends on like I would what be interested picturing. to see if she switched some <laughs> lyrics up because I I think maybe she changed some stuff up but yeah but yeah 
So maybe, I, yeah, yeah, I agree. It wasn't like <laughs> yeah. a common, it wasn't a common term. It wasn't like right. people are using it and like slang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, um, I I think this like builds really interesting where she's like so far above me in every sense, so far above feeling anything. And then you have that release where she's like, but it's too bad for him because I would have been there. I'm not anymore. I'll get over it. You might regret this. And I think that's kind of the closure we, we wanted from a Taylor track, you know, a teenage Taylor who's singing about heartbreak. We could all pretend to relate to or relate to, but also have that like moment where we're like, but we'll, we'll be okay. Okay. Well, this too shall pass. And Mm -hmm. it's like, similar to what she does in white horse where she changes the tents and she's like, I, I found like a bigger place or whatever. And I feel like here she's like, she's still holding on to that snark and that sass and she's not totally being a hundred percent honest, but she's like, you're going to miss me. <laughs> you're going to miss me when I'm gone. That song. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And then we go into the chorus Goodbye, Mr. Perfectly Fine. How's your heart after breaking mine? Mr. Always at the right place at the right time, baby. Goodbye, Mr. Casually Cruel. Mr. Everything revolves around you. I've been Miss Misery for the last time, and you're Mr. Perfectly Fine. You're perfectly fine. Mr. Look me in the eye and told me you would never go away. You said you'd never go away. Oh, so sad. He went away. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and I think it's, I think it's telling that that's the line she kind of revisits with forever and always, which does feel like a more mature song than this. So I can imagine her writing this pretty raw after the breakup, Mm -hmm. but then forever and always is the one she manages to perfect when she realizes she wants like that banger and that heartbreak on her album. And I think you can see like why she's like, okay, well I'll lose this song, but I'm going to keep this line because it's a, it's a good visual a good tell and oh, it's yeah. a good a good look at uh you know <laughs> what it is to love a teenage boy <laughs> oh gosh is joe yeah. younger than her i don't know i feel like they're the same age but i guess he must be a little bit younger she loves the younger guys let me see how old is joe jonas he is dun, 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 31 oh, years older. old so he's older than she is yeah so wow, she was 19 so when sure. they dated. I think 19. So far above her in every way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sashaying. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, Strategizing maybe... with his purity ring that didn't mean nothing. <laughs> nothing. Have you seen the South Park episode about that? No. Do you watch South Park? No. No. Okay. Yeah. You're you're too far above South South Park. <laughs> they uh they just do a funny episode about about the Jonas Brothers yeah. and purity rings. It's kind of funny. I won't talk about it on here because, of course, South Park's a little risque. I saw them talk about it on their documentary, which I did watch and I did enjoy. (laughs) I haven't watched that. Yeah. But they talked about the pressure of that culture and how it didn't really feel authentic to Joe, especially. So not that I think that's what she's referencing with her strategized remark, but it's it's what I remembered of the Joe Jonas days is that element of their image and the the Disney Disneyfication of um, the Jonas Brothers. And all Disney stars and reality. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Talk about toxic. But I think, yeah, I think this was a fun song. I feel like it's one I'll revisit a lot. I was trying to think like, okay, rankings wise, how does this, how does this fit into Taylor's tracks? 
I don't know. Do you feel strongly about this? Like, is this a new favorite? Is it just fun for now? I think that it's it's fun for now. I think I'll always like it. It might just be a song that I listen to when I listen to Fearless because now that it's going to be mm. a new Taylor Swift album, it might just be a part of, you know, when I think about right. Fearless, it might just be there because I, because when you, because t- Taylor, Shelby had asked, had asked, you know, like we had said, the fault, we're going to, we wanted to know what we're going to do with all the other vault songs is see like, yeah. are we cutting a song? Are we replacing it? Um, and when I was listening through there, like change of course is like, yeah. And Hey, Steven's good, but I just can't imagine it being any other way because that's all I've known for the past 13 years. So it'll mm-hmm. be 13 years. It's amazing it, that she chose mm-hmm. the 13th um, mark of it. But I think that it just might be just the new, like it'll just yeah. be fearless. It won't be like, yeah. I'm like, oh, I need to replace something with it. But I right. like this one a lot. But yeah, I yeah, I like it more than you all over me. It's it's definitely more my jam. It's yeah. more that poppy like our song style country mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the 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 complete uh opposite of our song if you think about it but it has the same <laughs> energy it's a breakup song yeah um so speaking of Marin morris we are oh, getting yeah. another feature on mm. and maybe this can be the tea and i don't think it's really uh, yes, the tea. tea time it's just we've talked about this so much and might people might just be like stop you know picking a white horse when it's down <laughs> But she is she featured Marin Morris backup vocals, mm-hmm. and then we have another one that she's going to be featuring with Keith Urban. Yes, but he's going to have his own voice, his own voice. <sighs> verse. And yeah, it, it might be because his own verse because she opened up for him when he was on tour, and it means so much to her. But like you said, like a lot of the all of her features on these albums have been men have been men Mm, yeah like duets yeah duets yeah yeah I think it's um like I can sit here and I can explain it away I'm like oh well she writes love songs but between a hetero relationship so of course the guy sing the person singing with her has to be a guy because that's like narratively what it is blah 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 like fine I get it Mm -hmm. but I don't like it (laughs) yeah yeah especially when I'm like yeah sorry go ahead especially when she like is writing fictional more fiction songs now yeah where like it definitely doesn't have to be about her you know Mm -hmm. and and one thing that's so good about taylor swift's song and there's all these songs that are queer anthems that she's released and people will go to bat that betty is a queer anthem song is that Mm -hmm. no matter what your sexuality is what you identify as you can still identify with the song Mm -hmm. and so that's just like something that's like hey taylor like you like Maybe that's something that's <laughs> yeah. that's maybe that bugs her that people are always speculating about her sexuality. So she's like, "No, I'm not gonna right. give like, more fuel to the fire." I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. I feel like something like Bad Blood lends itself to a more natural duet style, but I don't think she would change Bad. I don't think she'll change any of her album tracks to because so, she's trying to own the original. She you yeah, know what I mean? she definitely. But then, but then she's also doing like um like Love Story is getting the Elvira twist. So mm, I wonder if yeah. she'll do that with other ones. And there's been so yeah. many speculations that her and Selena are going to collab together. So I wonder mm-hmm. if if they collab, will Selena get her own her own verse? Yeah. Will that? Yeah, like I feel like you can see songs that, okay, I don't want her to change it now, but like something tonally like New Romantics mm-hmm. or, um, yeah, Bad Blood. Like, 
you need to calm down. Like there's songs in her repertoire that could make sense with a female duet. Mm -hmm. And so she's capable of picturing that, of figuring out it and giving that space. But we just get these basic white boys singing about like going down with the Titanic and I'm over it. Okay. (laughs) I thought you were just like going where? (laughs) (laughs) Ashley. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Oh, God, no. So it's, um, I think it's, it'll be a good song. Like, I'm sure it'll be a love song of some sort. And like, it'll be like, of course, it's a dude. But An old dude. Be a little bold, you know, yeah. Taylor. Like, she once sang, like, for one of her radio performances, she did a cover of a song. And she didn't change the, um, the pronouns. So she sang to... It was, a, it was originally a boy singing about a girl and she kept all the same pronouns. So it became a girl singing about a girl and it was fine and it was good. And it was, it was no one cared. And I feel like it's the same idea with a, oh no, I lost my light. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but I feel like it's the same idea. So it's just like, I wish she would, I would, I hope she makes space for it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I think also I a lot of us, I think some people are speculating so much about how she identifies that maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just yeah. too much, but yeah, who knows? Well, let's do our questions. Oh, um, yes. So, okay. The Taylor of it all, what do you think is the most Taylor Swift song, Taylor Swift lyric in this song? To me, I love, I've been picking up my heart. He's been picking up her. I just yeah. like that. It's such like a, like a, a, a show of where she's at at that point when she's writing yeah. the song. But I like yeah. that one. What's yours? I I chose the goodbye, Mr. Casually Cruel, because I think even she like recognized mm-hmm. like <laughs> I gotta revisit this. Yeah. It's it's I mean that yeah. is Barry Taylor. You get an A plus on that one. <laughs> a plus. <laughs> okay, well what is your favorite the Easter egg hunt? What's your favorite Easter egg around this song? Okay, so this definitely is not something that, you know, we all know this is about Joe Jonas, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm, and I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, well, I am saying she, she's revisited it. We think kind of revisited and maybe yeah. put like her own little twist on it. And thematically, when you look up her relationship time, it is Joe Jonas. Joe Jonas fits a bill, like no questions <laughs> asked. It is. Yes. But if you look at, a, if you look at certain lines, it can be like yeah. a Coney Island of her mm. past loves too. Like, um, um, Mr. Looked me in the eye and told me he would never go away. Joe Jonas, of course. Mr. Everything revolved around you. John Mayer, duh. <laughs> Mr. Ca- casually cruel. And that's also referencing Dear John in yeah. Everything Revolves Around You. And the first one is referencing Forever and Always. And then Mr. Casually Cruel, Jake Gyllenhaal, referencing mm-hmm. All Too Well. And then another one I was thinking of, and just because I'm referencing a picture of Taylor Swift leaving a vacation very 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 alone <laughs> is mr leaves me all alone harry styles yes iconic yoshi agrees with me <laughs> i mean it's also like um so far above me in every sense i'm pretty sure joe jonas is her height so i mean physically he wasn't above her so you know who could be so far above her in other any other sense and she's and she's written maybe one song about taylor lautner no <laughs> She's written maybe one song about him and everyone gave us death threats. Connor Kennedy. Oh, Calvin. Calvin. Because that, so it goes. I'm just kind of thinking of like each album, what Mm. boy she dated and what songs we think. Like that could be. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it. Don't quote me. But 
No. <laughs> That's my Easter egg. This in is it for all. our Patreon listeners. It's what happens in the Patreon stays in the Patreon. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> um, so this is just my my thinking. I love it. I, I mean, it, it. it's not. I it's love not a good Taylor. It's not like sworn on a Bible, but I'm like, hey, I can mm. kind of see it. It's Coney nice. Island. Yeah. <laughs> Easter eggs. 90% of them don't pan out, but they're still fun. What's there yours? There were five holes in the fence, you know? Five holes. Um, Six steps. I, I love this one. This is very Taylor-esque to me. I think it was intentional because she's unhinged, as, she's, yes. as she admitted. Um, there are 25 mister, 27 misters in this song, lyrically. There's 27 times she says mister. She describes mister. And that is famously the length of the phone call it took Joe Jonas to break up with her. <laughs> so I saw that, and that was going to be my Easter egg, but I counted 28. Uh, I, I don't did, know. I thought I counted 27. I Maybe con- I looked at it wrong. I did control find. <laughs> well, you can't argue with that. And I, That's I, science, I mean, baby. Because I saw someone tweet about the miss, the 27. But I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I was like, okay. I was like, before I say this is my favorite Easter egg, I got to <laughs> count it. So hold on. I'm doing a search find for it. That's doing the math. One, two, three, four, okay. five, <laughs> six, seven. Eight. Okay. Okay. It's, you're probably right. Is you know, if it, if it, if it you checks out, then it, it's I don't wrong. know. You guys prove, prove me wrong. It's yeah. okay. Cause I tried, I tried that too. But if that's right, 27 misters. Like, yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, what about a final score? What are you going to grade this? Okay, I'm giving it a B plus because I love the passive aggressive Taylor and revisit mm, to the mm-hmm, country pop mm-hmm. Taylor. I wouldn't yeah. give it an A, but a, a B plus. I I'm giving it an A. I I know I I probably will change my mind about that. Like I think it's a new bias, but I feel like it does everything it, it meant to do. And mm-hmm. I think she she mastered the assignment. You know what I mean? She knew what she was doing. I loved it. <laughs> I'm going to stick my B plus, but... Yeah. Is I'm, it making the set list, though? I would love for it to make the set list. Yeah. I would love for it, too. Do you I think, think it- she could have some fun with it. I think... Yeah. I mean, it's hard because she has 180 songs at this point. Yeah. But I think... I think this is one that people are really into right now, and she could have fun blending it with some other songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It depends on when, what tour. Yeah. <laughs> the folklore tour, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The best yeah. Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like uh, well, I'm glad we got to do this and 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 get it out early to our <laughs> new fans on Patreon. And if you're listening to this recording a week after and we're talking about our patreon <laughs> fans maybe you should decide yeah yeah to be a patreon supporter <laughs> you know we've been doing this for four years we've we've put some money and some time and effort into it we want to yeah. get to know you more we would like for you to get to know us more too and yeah. if you want to be a patreon supporter all you really have to do is go to our instagram page or our Twitter page and go to the link in the bio, you know, go find us through that link and sign up for us. Join the club. Yeah. Yeah. Or you can go to patreon.com backslash Swiftish podcast. Ooh, uh, URL. So official. (laughs) You can find us on Instagram at Swiftish podcast or on Twitter at Swiftish pod 13. Um, We always love to see you all there. Obviously, anyone listening to us is our favorite person alive. So whether mm-hmm. that's on Patreon or whether it's just through, you know, your usual apps of choice, like 
thank you. And we look forward to continuing to break down songs, especially as she continues to release these vaults, vault tracks, and who knows what albums are coming next. We will also be able to break down Fearless as a whole with Holy Swift this coming week. So look out for that episode. Um, but until next time, I'm Shelby. And I'm Ashley. And Taylor, you're you're Mr. You're Mrs. Perfectly Fine. You're Mr. Perfectly Fine. You're the man. You know? Yeah, she's the man. <laughs> yeah. I love oh, that. Yeah. <laughs>